Feltone Hearing Aid Center presents The Drive. Ready, fight! The Drive. Elmore deep, left side three, it's good! From 30 feet, John Elmore! The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome into the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Dave Walsh with me, the former young Thundering Herd quarterback. We're here at the Union Pub and Grill. Keep your hands off the guest. We haven't okay. announced him yet. You can okay. announce him here in a few minutes. All right. Make them guess who it is. We'll make them guess who it is. So we are going to be previewing, of course, the Marshall FAU game all this week, except Tuesday and Wednesday, because I've got baseball those next couple of days. Double header action. So it's today, Thursday, and Friday. That's it. So we've got to make this count today. Don't show me your Boston shirt, Dave. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. I figure you're a little down after what happened yesterday. Don't know. Why why'd you have to go there? Why do we have to start with We're that? We're not letting it go. It's water I mean, under my, the bridge. I, I finally, he got my mood back to Good. being decent, and you need to bring that <laughs> no, up No, no. Hey, all I'm thinking about is LK. Stop it. He's in the house Saturday. Stop well, actually, it. Friday if they come in early. Okay. So we're going to focus on Lane Kiffin. We're going to focus <laughs> on Marshall. That's it. We're not, we're not going to focus on pro football. Which focus first, Marshall or Lane Kiffin? Um, we'll focus on Lane later this week. Okay. We've got to focus on Marshall beating <laughs> oh, Old yeah. Dominion. So we're going to do that here in a few minutes. Also, we're going to get your phone calls in. We've got a special guest we're going to bring into the program here in just a few minutes. A very special guest. We haven't had him on in a couple of weeks. So long overdue. So he'll be back with us here in a few minutes. And, of course, i got a lot to get into today. Unfortunately, we are not going to talk Bengals because there's nothing to say. Let off it go. the table. The topic is off the table. We're on to Monday. This is Monday. Off. The, it was a great game. Off the table, though, yeah. gentlemen. Okay, it's Monday, right? Right. Move on. We're moving on. All right. We're moving on. Marshall beating Old Dominion, forty-two twenty. How yeah. about that on Saturday? That Not was bad. pretty good. I saw Chuck's uh, raving. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get you a microphone in a second. It's propaganda. We're gonna get the. We're gonna get him a microphone. So our. Uh, our it was he, nice though. He Paul. wants to get in on the show. So I tell it you what. It was very nice Saturday. I, I've got a lot of sound to get to, so we're gonna do that here in a minute. So the best thing we can do is tell you we're here at the Union Pub and Grill, where every Monday they have us here. And Mondays it's the Monday special: dollar fifty bottles, two dollar call shots. We're at eleven twenty five Fourth Avenue, Huntington. So I tell you what, we're gonna take our first break early because I got a lot to get into. I want to make more time to make it happen. We've got reaction from players today. We've got a big game to talk about. Also, we have got uh, a few games uh, that happened over the weekend that, unfortunately, we're going to have to talk about. A uh, big loss in Morgantown. Well, the loss didn't take place in Morgantown, but it was a big loss yeah. nonetheless, so we'll get into that. And your phone calls as well. It's the Monday edition of The Drive. We're coming to you live at the Union Pub and Grill right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan, presented by Belltone Hearing Aid Center on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Monday edition. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh, the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, and uh, we've got him properly mic'd now. <laughs> the head coach of the Marshall Volleyball Team, Mitch Jacobs, joins us. Oh. My favorite man is in the house. PM. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, you saw the game, right? I saw it quite a bit. What'd you think? I did. I thought we got it. I mean, that's really all I 
So the Thundering Herd gets the victory, and the good news is now they're still back in the still back, meaning they're back in it and still in it at the same time, the East Division hunt because middle loses FIU now undefeated, and the good news is Marshall will play FIU later. And I hate to say this, but with stocks still going down for Middle Tennessee, that opens up the race because middle now doesn't have their superstar quarterback once again. Basically, uh, maybe North Texas. They're, they're still their, in the hunt their there. big one is Saturday. UAB North Texas at North Texas first place, three and zero. They went to La Tech and smoked them. That's a very balanced west side, just like this side. Right. All right, gentlemen, uh, we have got some audio to get to, and uh, let's go over first what we've got from Player Day today. First up, we have got Malik Gant, and Malik talks about the victory. Uh, here is uh, Malik talking about that victory over Old Dominion. Uh, I think it's a lot of good things we take about, uh, take away of it, and also some things on on our behalf of like just controlling ourselves and making sure that we always play smart, even though we have a big lead and stuff. Making sure that we just play smart and not having those uh, dumb penalties be uh, something against us going into this next week. Also. Uh this was, I think, a complete game for Marshall, not only for the offense, defense, special teams. I think this was probably the most complete we've seen this offense play so far. And so here's Malik Ganta talking about how this was a complete game for the Thundering Herd. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, just besides those little things like uh, not being disciplined after the play or after the whistle and having them penalties against us, other than that, I think uh, it was an all-around game. So... Thundering her plays a complete game. Same question. Anthony Anderson talked to him about the fact that this was really a complete game for the Thundering Herd. We were complete on all levels, you know, from special teams to defense and offense. You know, I think that we all played well and executed the things that we wanted to to going into this game. So, you know, if we do that, you know, sky's the limit. So, complete game for the Thundering Herd. They get the victory and now moving on to FAU, but. Still, after that Middle Tennessee performance, I don't think that this team really had put it all together just yet. That was, I think, what was missing. Just offense didn't seem smooth out there. You get a new quarterback yet again. You still have a new system here. He's rusty, and you look at Middle Tennessee, outstanding quarterback, takes advantage of the Thundering Herd. This time, playing Old Dominion, you knew that they were going to pass, but Marshall was able to really weather that storm and open up the ground game at the same time. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, this was really I'm the first. Right at you. This was really the first extended uh, period that I was able to watch them play, and 
I, I thought we looked solid. You know, I think each player said it. I think, you know, Doc's probably, you know, talking about it. I think Chuck made it clear. I th it, this was the best effort from all aspects of the, of the game, all three phases. And, you know, they, they put it together, and it's nice to see because that's, that's what drives the bus right there. You know, we can, we can win out here and play in that championship game. Now I don't know the answer to this, so who hosts this year? Do, do we get the host or is the West hosting this year? Championship game will be determined by the best record. Oh, it's not like East no, there, one year no, West the next no, year? No, it's not like that at all. Oh, okay. It's a best record. It's a best record situation. And so Marshall has to win out and hope that maybe someone else on the West side falters a little bit. And then Marshall's going to have to be rated higher than the West Division. You remember that one year where Marshall technically should have hosted, and unfortunately they had to go to Rice. Remember that year? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Conference so, USA, Mitch. <laughs> so now it's changed since then? So now it's changed football, so be, because we should have, have hosted that. Football will have the best record. Okay. It's the best record we'll host at Conference Best record, USA. and if it's equal, then it's going to be who's rated highest. Correct. And so – Hopefully, you're looking at a Thundering Herd team hosting. And yeah. now, now that they've got Alex Thompson back, and he's now in swing of things, feeling like he understands what's going on, caught up to the speed right. of this offense, knows how to really maneuver, work his way at this level, I think you're going to see more of a, a complete game from him. And he talked about his performance on Saturday. Uh, I think I think I did enough to win the game, and that's what we did. And I think I got to a rhythm early, and uh, we exploited a little um, the zones in their defense. And you know when they made adjustments in the second half, we uh, went we went back to the run game, and you know we finished it out with the run. The run game was really good on Saturday, Mitch. Yeah, that's what I saw. I mean, that's you know I I think if uh, this young man manages the game well, and you know he hits the right targets when he needs to and he he sees what's you know the check downs and he gets it it gets it going and you know obviously the more he's in it the more snaps he takes the better he's going to be and that's something that thompson talked about about that running game how important it was uh yeah i mean it definitely helps you know um we've been running the ball really well the last two weeks and um you know the passing game didn't work against middle tennessee but we you know we worked on it all week and um we got the job done off in the first half off um in the pass game and once they uh, made adjustments, we made adjustments as well. And, uh, you know, the run game really opened up, uh, especially late in that fourth quarter. So the run game opens up. The passing attack is, is pretty solid, and Marshall gets the victory. But one aspect I think a lot of people maybe overlooked, what was the score? 42-20. Middle put a lot of points on Marshall and won that game. Old Dominion didn't put as many points on Marshall. Why? Because the defense stepped up. And Chris Jackson talked about that because this is a, a unit back there that a lot of people are talking about, hey, you know, the, the defense, the run guys, they're, they're going to be the star of this game. They're going to stop the run. You guys back there, you're not as good. They're going to pass on you. They might not be able to run on you, but they're definitely going to pass on you. Uh, Chris Jackson wasn't having any of that. Yeah, we uh, we definitely took it as a challenge going into that week of practice. You know, our coach is very right. All the players, uh, all the players on the team kept telling us, like, this is going to be our game to step up. You know, everybody's uh, – some people say, like, we're the weakest position group on the team at some points, you know, in some games. So it was just a, it was just a big time to come up and show what we are. They took it as a Prideful. challenge. Yeah, they took it as a challenge. Yeah, you know the pride. You get your spine up, you do your job, and, and then you can talk about it. You know, that's that's a good thing. But, again, again, it's being both phases, the run and pass, 
putting those points on the board, keeping the defense off the field longer, giving them some rest, all that helps. You know, when you get that run going, those guys are able to rest up, be able to make the next stop. And, you know, they did their jobs. It was awesome. Especially in that fourth quarter, really warm down. So I think we're seeing maybe more of what this Thundering Herd team was supposed to look like, getting a few hiccups out of the way. Yeah, you don't want to lose against middle, but you're still in the situation where, okay, they've got a loss now. They lost their quarterback, so they're going to have to play their very best football to, to win again. And I think they're going to win a few more, but there's going to be a loss for them somewhere. And it's just FIU right there for the taking if you can get past the rest of the teams on the schedule. Because let's not overlook the schedule. Charlotte's decent in conference right now. They're okay. But FAU is probably the biggest obstacle before FIU. You get FAU, then stay undefeated. It's between you and FIU. You beat FIU, you're East Division champs. Mathematically, you got to figure it out, Blue. That's what I do. You know, I think that's, that works. That's, that's what I do. That's, that's what and, I do. And, you know, when you sit in the armchair and you, you just figure it out mathematically, then it just happens, it's right? It's Monday, man. It, you know, but, we, can, we can Monday mid-afternoon, mid-evening quarterback all we all want. Right. One thing you know is those guys are looking at the same thing. And, and at the same time as co- coaches, we have to keep our, our kids focused on one game at a time. It sounds cliche, but you have to. Because as soon as you start looking out there and saying, oh, FIU, we got to beat them, then FAU becomes a problem. But you, there's no way we're overlooking Lane Kiffin coming to Huntington and trying to ruin his life. You know, that's that's what we're trying to do right there. Ruin his life. Yeah, a loss in Huntington. Ruin his that's life. Gonna be th- he's going to remember that forever. He's going to come to – life is over. He loses in Huntington. Life is over. I mean, can the guy, you know, chatter, chatter, chatter. That's what it is, man. So we don't worry about the propaganda and everything else. We want everyone who comes in here to feel welcome and go home with a loss. That's what we want every one of them to do. That should be on a, a sign. Feel welcome, but leave with a loss. Absolutely. You can put that in the uh, Henderson Center. <laughs> put that up on that scoreboard. Welcome to Marshall yeah. University. Feel welcome, yeah. but leave, loser. Leave with a loss and our 100-plus points. That's what that's what Danny's going to put on that board. 100-plus points. 100-plus points and a loss for you. That's what we're doing. You know that scoreboard was put there, you. Oh, man. That was a I'll volleyball. That was a volleyball scoreboard. This happens yeah. to benefit the yeah, basketball, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, you know that's the case. It's actually it's it's a good board, man. It's it's quite high def. It's it's really nice. You watch any movies on it yet? Haven't watched anything, but our pregame warm up because it's it's so close to where the benches are. It's great for the fans, but it's so close to where the benches are. You really, I mean, you're looking up. It's it's not a comfortable. <laughs> thing to do to, to see it from the benches so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it as a fan when uh, when hoops gets going here I think we got two hoops teams that are gonna have a nice season and you know there's so much hype going on for our men's team it's just exciting and hopefully they they follow through that and we stay healthy because it's it's looking pretty good we're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill we're going to talk a little bit more about Marshall and their victory against Old Dominion. Look ahead to what's happening this week for the Thundering Herd. It's homecoming, so we've got to get into that as well as talk a little volleyball. Mitch Jacobs with us, Marshall Volleyball, when we continue with this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Pub and Grill. We are live here every Monday. You can join us as well. 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington, the Monday special, and sometimes 
I feel like the Monday special, I need it every day. It's a dollar fifty bottles, two dollar call shots. I need uh, it every day. You know, I don't really drink. So. I don't either, but I, sometimes I feel <laughs> like go. I need the Monday special. I thought you were starting to look at me like I'm your Monday special. Like, Come on, Blue. You do you want to be the Monday special? You know, I do like the rush. You should talk about the rush he had going on there just yeah. now on the way in. There you go. Hey, I need to have that mic right up there. There you go. And I now we like got four. Rush. Now we have four. We got Grant Trailer hanging out with us as well. <laughs> Celebrities. I might just the take union. the headphones off and let you guys have the round table. No, we're good. I'm glad Walsh is back on the call, though. How are you doing? You know, one thing I liked about Saturday. The win? That, but, but Old Dominion twice, 21-13, yep. 28-20, and each time Marshall said, no, nope, not going to happen today. And then I wrote a note uh, on the Facebook site there. I said I saw a little more. Remember we mentioned the uh, read option. Mr. Alex two or three times took it and ran it, which was good. He had Xavier Gaines line up in the Wildcat one time. He took a snap, made a first down, and he ran a little shovel pass. So that's a little bit more. When uh, Lane watches film this week, he's got to go, uh-oh, there's a few more wrinkles. And uh, who knows what Coach Cramsey else is in his playbook to unveil on Saturday. But it's nice to see the little variations. And uh, running game shows up. Alex completes enough passes to keep him honest. And uh, 42 points later, they uh, have a nice flight home. I think it was truly a performance where we started to see everything come together. I th- we've used the word complete game, and I think that's what we've seen so far this, uh, with this performance. Everything's starting to come together now, and definitely at the right time. Yes. We're in the second half of the season. If they somehow can get uh, a disappointing trip for Lane to town, uh, an off week, and then you have Charlotte, which did take care of Western Kentucky, but so is everybody else. UTSA, Southern Miss, and then the big one. So it sets up if they can get this one, like we said, with middle that didn't happen. But they got this one. If you make a long day for lane train back to uh, Miami area, it's right there for the taking. They got two weeks to get ready for the last four games. You hear him. He's excited for Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I've been he, waiting. He is. He's, he's looking forward to him coming in. He's been saying it for weeks. Yes. I mean, it's, he's been, he's been great. Last year. He's great for the league. And I, I, I've been saying all along this might be 49-45 at halftime. Because, I mean, they did drop 52 uh, on uh, their opponent last week. They got it going in uh, running game. They've got a guy that Marshall, I know, is going to be stunning a lot, Mr. Singletary, because he's been a load for everybody they have competed against, including Marshall last year. He's the name that comes up more times than not when you talk about uh, somebody you've got to watch yes. out for. What makes him so imposing, Dave? Well, he's an excellent runner, but you know what? They find a way to get the ball to him in space. They'll throw it to him a little bit. They'll flex him out. Remember last year, the winning touchdown, they threw a halfback-type pass that he was in the slot, went down the field, nobody covered him, and that was the winning touchdown. So they got a lot of ways to use him, and the defensive coaches this week will be finding ways. Where is he? Lined up in the backfield, lined up on the line of scrimmage, whatever. They're going to have to account for him. He's going to get his yards. No big plays. Don't let him go 70 on one snap like Tyler did last week. That's very disheartening for you and very hyping for the opponent or your uh, team when you do something like that. You're excited, and the off- defense goes, darn, now we've got to go back out again. That can't happen. They've had some time to prepare as well. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how much that's going to make a difference, but they've had the extra time to prepare. They've seen Old Dominion. They've seen Marshall now. So what do you expect from them now that they've got an extra week to get ready for the Thundering Herd? They'll be, well, one thing, they'll probably be, Lane will be the first 40 Peters press conference today healthy. 
They had a chance to clear the cobwebs out, get the uh, Middle Tennessee lost out of their mind. That was their lowest point production in a conference game since he's been here. They only managed 24 points. The record before that was with Marshall when they got 30. So Marshall knows how to make it tough on them. So I'm sure Lane's going, okay, we've got to control the ball, get the ball to Devin, make him effective all day long. Their quarterback is coming along. He's, uh, I think, the transfer from a different program. The guy that led him last year left. So we'll see what happens there. And on this side, our quarterback keeps progressing, runs a little more read option, takes it. Tyler King, Anthony Anderson, they've got the way. And then I have said from day one, where would Marshall be without Tyree Brady? Where would they be without him the last two years? I mean, they had two guys to defend last week. They caught eight between them for next to nothing. Tyree had nine for over 100 again and some touchdowns. So Tyree, get, he's like, get me the ball and I'll get you in the end zone. And that's what you want. As a quarterback, uh, you know the position well. What was your impression of Marshall's quarterback play? Got a lot better as the game went also from game one to game two. What Doc said in his, press, in his post-game press conference, the guys helped him more this week than they did the first game. The running game a little bit better. His throws, they gave him a couple medium-range throws early to get him into the ball game. And then when the read option came a couple of times, he pulled it. And I'm sure Old Dominion was not looking for that part of it to happen because it hasn't. And that made them a little more weary. Gave Marshall some first downs and an extra weapon to account for from here on out. So uh, he is from week, you know, they always say week one to week two for a team. Well, his was game one to game two. Much different quarterback. Not a deer in the headlights as some people had described him in the first game. I didn't go that far, but there were some out there who called him. That first pass, when it went straight into the ground, they went, "Uh uh-oh. We waited two years for this. Well, not two years. You know how it is. A long time for it this. It felt like two years. Yes. Two months. <laughs> he had been out for, he hadn't played in quite a while. And I remember that first pass went, guy's going down the field and the ball goes into the ground and there, you could just hear yeah, a collective, yeah. uh-oh, we, what were we thinking here? But I think right now it's changed. That thinking has changed. The official day count was 391 <laughs> days. He has that on record. He has that. <laughs> 391 <laughs> days. Got it. A- Plus he went up a level two. D1, double A, as I still call it, as opposed to D1. Be a group of five, power five, it's still a different level. And you gain confidence. Yes. He felt better. I'm sure he felt better going off the field each time this past week in Norfolk than he did coming off the game with middle. Knowing things weren't going well, he sees a ball bouncing the ground. And I know he's got a helmet on, but you're going to hear some things. Hopefully he can block that out, do some good things, and then reverse that to cheers, and then he'll go bring it on. We'll see one of these. Instead of going like, please. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing when you have the play selection felt right. You had more options. You had more things going right for you. Protection was there. Never really seemed to be an issue for him. And the running game is working, so you know you've got that as an option. Um, they made a, a, a more of an effort to get more of the wide receivers involved in the game early. So you had everything that seemed to flow for them. And that's definitely going to boost his confidence because now it steps up again yeah. with FAU coming. Exactly, and I think part of it, Coach Cramsey knew it was a week two, and he probably gave him a little bit more t- to work with, and he saw he can handle it. And I'm sure that now between now and Saturday when they play FAU, you'll see even more that we didn't see last week, that he is comfortable running. Plus his homecoming. And, Mitch, you've been around homecoming for a few years now, just a few. 
you know, it's a big time uh, around the campus. So there's a lot of things going on. So really, it just the energy amps up when it's homecoming. Yeah, I actually think this is our, if I'm, if I'm counting right, it's my fourth homecoming that we're actually in town for in the 16, 17 years now that I've been here. Um, <laughs> thank you to the conference's scheduling. But uh, it's, it's exciting because not only that, but we have Friday. We don't have a match Friday. We got a bye day. So we don't play again until next Sunday. So we're kind of in the same scenario that you're talking FAU. We're able to take this week a little slower, give our kids a little bit, um, you know, get in the weight room a little bit and get them stretched out and loosened up and let, the, let them get a little healthier during this week. And hopefully UTSA on Friday night uh, has a war down there at Charlotte and um, plays five super long sets. <laughs> So we get a little bit of a tired UTSA team that comes into the Henderson Center, and, you know, maybe we can help them leave Huntington. With a, welcome to Huntington. Leave with a loss. Hope you leave with a loss. <laughs> and, you know, that's what we're always hoping for. You like those long matches, don't you, to see other team just going long? Well, we, we just did that. You know, Friday night the team went down to Rice, and uh, the staff had a great plug great plan in uh in line and the, the team played great and rice is undefeated in the league and we actually had them down 0-2 and uh rice came back we lost i think it was a 27 25 game in the third and then rice kind of took over from there and but our our kids had to you know to come back and and it's a split weekend so we go down to houston to play and then we got to come back to huntington you know first off middle tennessee gets to huntington before us so they're, they're practicing, and our team hasn't even landed yet, and they're in the Henderson Center practicing. So it, it really was advantage Middle Tennessee, and we get back. We had a little workout, prepared for Middle Tennessee, and then our kids put it on the line. They really left their hearts out there. We won two incredibly tight sets and then put Middle away in the third. Uh, and it just that's, that was just a great win, man. I have that 3-0 and not – because who knows how much more we got in the tank, right? And who knows if it emotion, becomes emotional and middle starts rolling because they haven't had a great season at this point, but they're playing better. And so it was, it was a nice 3-0 win for us. And now we got to get our kids in the right place and, and go at it next Sunday and try to knock off one of the top teams in, in our league. Everybody we play from here is above us in the standings. So if we're going to make a run, we got to everything we do now can just advance us and knock somebody back. We got to make it happen. How do you get that mindset in their heads to know that okay, everyone's above you, but that's the opportunity. That's nothing to be afraid of. That's the opportunity now. Well, that's the thing. You know, it's, you put up. You know, put it up now. You know, I mean, you've been talking, and we haven't done as well as we'd hope, but we're not playing poorly, and our kids are playing real hard. Like, I mean, the last four matches they have played really hard and that's like five matches really uh from louisiana tech through this match against middle they've they've just played really hard and and the losses have come to number one and two in the league so it's it's really a scenario now where we've got to just put it out there just leave it on the floor and i think they'll be very happy with their results how good is rice's leanne cunningham she was named the def defensive player of the week so how good is she Really good. I mean, the silence they're telling me. She's a good player. Rice is Rice is loaded with good players. They, I wouldn't say they have a superstar player, but they've got, they're solid, real solid at every position. And Jenny does a great job putting them in in spots to be successful. And uh, you know, there you can see there was no panic on them um, when they went down 0-2. I really thought you know our our kids were going to take that third set, and the comeback was unbelievable. They were down 19-11. 
came back to I think tied it at 22, 23, and I, you know, I don't know that we had a actual swing for the match or for that set, or and that would have been the match, but just to put it in that situation and put the pressure on Rice, and you know, that shows you the the stability Rice has right now, and they've got uh, some some older players and some key positions. And they just kept their kept their heads. I mean, a lot of teams on a comeback like that would just fold right there. Rice didn't fold. They made our kids work for it. Uh, we couldn't quite finish it. Uh, but it was almost, 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 almost right. So those aren't those aren't wins. So what is a great effort isn't a great win. And you got to have some great wins here. Mr. Jacobs joining us. Uh, Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you at the Union Pub and Grill. It's Monday. That means the dollar fifty bottles and two dollar call shots are what's on the menu for the Monday special. We're at eleven twenty five Fourth Avenue in Huntington. We got more on the way here on ESPN ninety four point one FM and AM nine thirty. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Union Pub and Grill. We are here at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Paul Swan, Dave Walk, Mitch Jacobs. And we are us. having a good time. Yeah, yeah, we're having a good time here. We're trying to coerce another member of the media to come to the microphone. I don't know. He's got a lot to say always. He's welcome. The microphone's there. It's, it's, yes. it's there for you. If you want it. It's open mic Monday. I mean, you're the guy who covers the herd better than anybody else. You made it down to my neck of the woods and back, so that says something. As we mentioned, that's where I grew up, and I tell you where to go and not to go, and he's still here, so he adhered to my instructions. If you're going to spend $10 a month, (laughs) I would spend $10 a month on Grand Trailer. I mean, I would. How am I supposed to respond (laughs) to that? You You have a Herald Dispatch description. You You don't need to worry about it. You are. Left the man speechless. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen you speechless before. There's just moments where I've got to take it back and notch. <laughs> understand. Like now? Yes. Today is a good day to yes. do that. Yes. How about how about them Red Sox? How about those Red Sox? That was a good win last night. You like that? You know, it was painful the first game to watch Sale not be able to find the strike zone. Because I'm a huge fan of his from when he was with the White Sox. And, and to watch him struggle so bad with command. I was just like, oh, it was, it was painful. So I was really glad to see that they put it together. I was glad to see this guy not get an 11th loss in a row in the playoffs. And and Red Sox tie at 1-1. I just want to see good series. You know, no Cubs involved, no White Sox involved. I just want to see great series and, and good baseball. Speaking of the series, we're going to have doubleheader action tomorrow starting at 4 and again on Wednesday. It's so. prime time. I think uh, they're going to Boston first. I got to double check. Don't quote me on that. Why do the Astros keep in? They even the Astros have even been talking about their World Series. They had that guy on TV the other get, night. He mentioned we get no love for night games. Yeah, we don't get we don't get the prime time. It's like, well, maybe it's because your TV ratings are low. I don't know. Just because you're in the fourth biggest city in America, you know, you got to get some people in the seats. They got to be like the biggest city landmass. That's that's huge. You've been down there, you know. Yeah, from the airport to uh, a downtown hotel near Rice takes us like 30 minutes. So Grant no knows it. Grant knows that trip too. Sox Astros uh, 506 first pitch. Well, that's a good time. Yeah. So we're going to go on the other four because we yeah, radio. Right. We got to make uh, money with the uh, pregame. And that's actually, I guess, for the West Coast, not good. But for the East Coast, that's the game I'll watch because I'll be asleep by 8:30. So it makes perfect sense. And then 
Same uh, story just reversed on Wednesday. Brewers, Dodgers, 505 on Wednesday, and then Sox, Astros at 839. Got it. So I'll get to watch the Brewers game the next yeah. day. I love watching uh, that the one pitcher, the lefty, for the Brewers. Give it to me. I, I can't think of his name right I now. I haven't watched a single bit of the series. <laughs> oh. This is going to be the first uh, few days I actually get to watch the series. He, he reminds serious. me of, like, Randy Johnson for, like, an inning. Yes. You know, he only throws for an inning or two, but he just reminds me he's just so dominant in his reach. It's like he's letting go of the ball, and, you're, and, and he's already – it's on, the, he, it's on top of you yeah, when he lets go. It's like of halfway to home plate when the when the ball. I think releases. his hairdo matches Randy Johnson, doesn't he? Yeah, well, maybe he's going for that. Yeah, but he's intimidating. Well, if he gets his results, he won't complain. Solid. He's, his command is incredible. And what's nice about the baseball? You played what 162 games. Isn't it ironic you're down to the final four? And that we could have started this back in April. These are the four that everybody thought would get through: Houston, Boston, and then on the left side. So you go. 162 games for this, and in basketball you go through 82 games to get Golden State and somebody when they get started. Yeah, who's it going to be this year? Yeah, it won't be. Go- I don't know how far the Lakers. No, 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 because right? LeBron be will be going head to head against uh, Stefan and the boys, and so far it hadn't gone too good for him down there. Well, it's they're just starting out. I don't yes. think this is going to be their year. And it's no. not the Lakers year. No. no. This is not the Lakers year. LeBron this will is- start coaching on who we need to acquiesce in the uh, offseason. This off is season. a reclamation project yes. for L.A. Now, how much say is he going to have in the coaching staff in the Lakers in the next year and a half? Yeah, uh, he'll have some input. Let's leave it that way. Because I, I don't know. You know, I mean, Walton is obviously a really good coach. Oh. I mean, he was great with Steve Kerr. And he was great when he was coaching the right. best team in basketball. Right. But do you think Magic Johnson is just going to acquiesce to LeBron James? You think that's just going to – okay, whatever you want, LeBron, you think that's going to happen? He's a, he'll have input. But I think he'll have input. He's not going to get steamrolled. I don't disagree with you. But you're going to put so much money in them, and and it's going to be the it's not just going to be the salary, right? It's going to be the promotions and the jerseys. And if if he's not happy and he's gone fast, then that doesn't work. So you got you got to have him happy. You got to have the players. Obviously, he's going to respect Magic Johnson. If he doesn't show Magic respect, he's going to find out that he's not ever going to be the king in L.A. But this was a business deal for him because he's thinking about what is LeBron James after basketball is over. He's getting into he's getting into television. Yeah, movies, other, right? Now. Yeah, he's getting to a lot. So he's positioned smart himself guy. to I mean, be right where he needs guy. to be. You know, he made the right move down to Miami. I mean, you can even look at it like did he choreograph that to come back to Cleveland, get out of Cleveland, let them get some great drafts, and then come back to Cleveland, win it. It's not a bad move if he did it that way. No, and he did it, and he left. In a better way this time, wouldn't you think? Yeah, we well, yeah. won a championship. Much better than the first time we You left. win a championship, you can pretty much say, hey, I, I've done my job. Yeah, you didn't do an hour-long show and then jilt your hometown. Like, ah, uh, Miami. You know, this is, this is good. <laughs> this is better. But it, he's, uh, he's the best. I, how long can he be the best? And he knows that, too. You know, I mean, age sets in on everyone. Except Mitch Jacobs. Man, that's because I don't <laughs> play. <laughs> When you don't play, you just got to hopefully the mind doesn't go. How's the mind? Feeling good? It's here and there, man. (laughs) (laughs) We're coming to you today from the Union Pub and Grill. You can join us at 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Monday specials, always $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. Uh, Unfortunately, um, I don't know how I feel about Monday Night Football tonight, but uh, you got baseball. So there are options to come down here, 739 tonight, between the Brewers and the Dodgers. So you've got that tonight. No, you'll be watching, Mitch. 
I'll be watching some of the game, but it's again, it's an early one. We got we practice early, so you know when you're up at four thirty, you're you're not staying up late. What do you? Uh, what's a Mitch Jacobs day look like? I just get up early. <laughs> okay. Have some coffee. Read the Herald Dispatch. Yeah. <laughs> and then I uh, head into the office, get a few things done uh, outside of the practice plan. My assistants have got me a bunch of notes and from the night before, and I get the practice plan together. We hit the gym at 7. Uh, there's usually about a 30- to 40-minute workout Tuesdays and Wednesdays for the players, and then we've got about an hour-and-a-half, two-hour practice. Got a couple older players that have to get out a little early because of class schedules. And then we start working on our opponents. You know, we, we work on us Monday. And then just, you know, coach-wise, and then you, we work on our opponents Tuesday, Wednesday. But this week we get to work on ourselves a little bit longer because we don't have that Friday game. So everyone needs to come out and support you on Sunday. You know, that would be amazing. The homecoming game Sunday, UTSA, to, to make it hard on them. You know, we could use it. We, we really need this boost. I know that we're good enough to get it done. I also know UTSA is good enough to beat us. So it's, it's really – we got to play our best, and and we've just got to start putting it together. That's that's just the bottom line. Dave Walsh, Mitch Jacobs, Paul Swan with you. It's the Union Pub and Grills edition of The Drive. Every Monday we are here live. And, uh, gentlemen, it's uh, always been fun to hang out with you. We're going to do it again more. Enjoy it, Blue. Yeah, you should come down more. We'll, um, we'll come down a special day for you. We'll talk to Herb. We'll come down on Wednesdays for you. <laughs> we'll make a, we'll make Wednesdays happen for I'm you. I'm telling you, this is what, this is the best day for me to get down, just because it's uh, it's usually our players' day off, so we're we're able to get some things done and be able to get in here. But like I said, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, we we could be working till eight nine o'clock every night. So and then yeah. then it's bedtime and then it's go. So. Okay. If you want me, I got you. If, if, you know, you, if we can't work it out, Blue, we don't work we'll, it out. We'll make, a, we'll make the schedule work for you here. It's always fun. We'll make it definitely work for you. So um, before we go, I want to mention to Tyler King, uh, co-offensive player of the week in Conference USA. Older there. Uh, Who did he share it with? Uh, he shared it with uh, the kid from um, UAB, Xavier Ubulsi. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, and I will not care. You gave care. it your all. I will not care. Well, you know what? Offensive player of the week, it's nice to have it happen on that side because you know, the numbers times have not been that great, rushing, receiving sometimes, and now you get a guy rewarded for 170, what, 170 plus? Congratulations. Big thing is, now what do you do for an encore? No one-shot deals. you got to keep it going. Well, what you do is you keep that consistency going. That's what you do for an encore. You right. show that that wasn't just a one-time thing. Sure, I'm the one to stop. A big deal against FAU, right, is to, to hey, get the running game going. Get it going and keep, and keep uh, Mr. Singletary over there next to Lane. He can't hurt you over there. I don't know if uh, we're going to see more of a defensive battle or just back-and-forth offense. I'm Well, I'm We ho- might I'm see ho- that, too. We might get that, too. Yeah. I'm hoping we have some sustained drives so our defense can rest and stop. That is a very good football thing to say, yes. sustained drives. I mean, I, I, but that's – It's if, true. If but you're going back and forth with the Lane Kiffin team, yeah. I don't know that we have the advantage. But if we can keep their defense on the field, yeah. keep their offense off and let ours rest, and, and I'm not saying anything that I'm sure – you know, I mean, it's easier said than it's done, but that's just a fact. If – 
we can if we can get that done, and we're going to beat them. We're going to beat them solid because their defense is going to get tired, and our offense is going to keep pounding it on them, and they won't be able to stop it. Hopefully that's the plan, to keep them off the field, and Marshall has sustained drives, scores lots of points. Running game is uh, opening up. Uh, you're making some um, good passes and, and run selection there. A couple good. turnovers our way would That'll be That'll be good, too. Defense get a couple of turnovers. I mean, I think you've got the game plan here. I'm just, it's, it's a fan hoping. <laughs> I mean, that's all I want, man. I just want, I want football wins, man, because, man, that just boosts us all the way through. You know, Mr. Hamrick, much happier. You like it when Mr. Hamrick is happy, don't Everybody you? Everybody likes it when Mr. Hamrick's happy. Yes. Big deal. We keep him happy. Hey, man. You know, he's, he's a good boss. You just, you don't want him in Well, a, he gets you your very own scoreboard, video board. The and Danny. That was, for, that was for you. The Danny board. No, Danny that board. was for you. <laughs> I want the Danny facility. That's what we're looking for. Well, you've, you've got the Jones. I want to know what Danny's doing for an encore. What benefits Danny benefits you, right? A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, so you get a new scoreboard. Danny gets a new scoreboard. Well, what else is Danny getting you? Well, you know they've got that vision out there now that they're going to redo Gullickson and all right. that. I mean, that's got Danny all over it. And if, if we get that, then it's just going to boost the whole program. I mean, we really haven't had a boost for facilities in, in volleyball. So, I mean, to have that, that's huge. How important would that be for you, though? I mean, because you and I talked for years. I mean, I don't know if I can put my arms wider when I say huge, <laughs> but it's it's it's. I huge. mean, just nutshell it here. Just you know, that would be a game changer. I mean, for you, to be right? able, to, you know, we've got a nice locker room in the basement there at Gulfson Hall, and you walk up one flight, and you've got a state-of-the-art facility. That's what you got to have. Gentlemen, that's going to do it from this edition. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. I remind you once again, $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. That's the Monday special. Best service in town, always here at the Union Pub and Grill. For the volleyball coach, Marshall University, <laughs> one Mr. Mitch Jacobs. Thanks for having me, Blue. And for the former Young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. My man, Walsh. Propaganda man. I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive here, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Sports Station.